morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another thrilling, very thought-provoking Thursday, friends, for Torch Report 373, Sisa admits to infected perception. Friends, how do you know if you've been infected with this intentional manipulation? Zoinks, I don't know! You have to guard your heart. Now, I want to start out today with a little bit of spiritual wisdom, because spiritual wisdom speaks of the need to be vigilant in guarding our hearts, to always be alert and be watchful of what's going on inside, what's going into our minds, what's going on inside of us, being aware of our thoughts, being aware of our emotions and our deeply held beliefs. To quote the book of Proverbs, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. That's Proverbs uh, 4.23, by the way. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. What we think and what we believe is ultimately what drives our behavior. Uh, we've discussed this at length, friends, as it relates to psychological warfare, censorship, algorithmic social interventions that are designed to control emerging perceptions, literally control our thoughts before they're formed. Uh, in the public at large, this is happening. And I often say we need to sit with that, you know, sit with it. Really think about what that means, that the government is using weaponized AI and algorithmic social interventions to control your thoughts before they're even formed. Friends, it means that they're controlling our thoughts, our beliefs, and our behaviors if we let them, which is why we have to guard our hearts. Everything flows from our beliefs here. Now, the significance of this, it really cannot be overstated, you know, nor should the social impact of these algorithmic social interventions be underestimated. In other words, friends, this is huge. This is huge. It needs to be central to the conversations that we're having with people right now. Now, just to just I'm going to give a little uh, a few examples here of algorithmic social interventions. Uh, Cornell University says that algorithmic social interventions, ASI, are a critical tool for governments and communities to tackle deep rooted societal challenges, you know, like getting rid of all those radical racist white ringing extremists and all of that. Now, meanwhile, the brilliant developers over at DeepAI.org, they have extensively researched how an algorithmic nudge, their words, not mine, an algorithmic nudge can help people make better choices. You know, like getting vaccinated with an experimental injection that has no long-term studies, for example, or perhaps voting for the most popular president ever elected. Another good example. Other studies have documented how people who are increasingly exposed to algorithmically curated information, especially young people, they build up understandings of the world around them. In other words, the algorithmic nudge, the algorithmically curated information, it helps change the way people see the world. Thus, by introducing an algorithmic nudge here and there, by exposing the public to algorithmically curated information, it's been shown to change how people view the world. And that's a critical tool for government. Uh, for governments who are attempting to transform society in particular into an inescapable socialist surveillance state. It's the transformation of consciousness that I've talked about at length. Friends, did I miss anything here? 
You know, they're, they're, it's it's critical to understand two things. One, these methods of algorithmic intervention have been deployed and perfected over at least the last five years. The second thing that's critical to understand is that this is intentionally driving behavioral change that ultimately culminates at the ballot box. So just like the censorship is rooted in political censorship, this algorithmic uh algorithmically induced behavioral change is driving voter behaviors at the ballot box. Put bluntly, friends, the government is manipulating public perception in order to push their agenda to institute socialism and push us into the new world order. And I know it sounds crazy, friends, but this is the truth. And therefore, we must guard our hearts. Guard your heart. Everything flows from it. So important. It is said that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, says the King James Version of the Bible. And this scriptural reference to thinking in the heart often gets mocked because many people, especially the, uh, the woke atheist types, they incorrectly believe that thinking only happens in the head, as if the only thinking goes on in the gray matter between our ears. And it's quite unfortunate that people believe this because Ultimately, the head is a house of mirrors, the mental mirage. There are many, many layers of perceptual distortion rooted in language and symbolism, social conditioning, et cetera, et cetera. And these layers of perceptual distortion are hardwired into our brains. That's a natural state. And now that they're using the weaponized AI to, to really capitalize on this, we are, uh, we are at a significant disadvantage, shall we say. And that's what makes the little brain within our heart so important. Now, modern science is only beginning to map out these connections. There's you know, some 40 million neurons in the heart. And modern science is exploring the significance of these neurons and this, these connections. And, of course, though modern science is just kind of catching on to this, ancient wisdom has long eluded, alluded, I should say, to the fact that the heart is the home of our soul. And therefore, the heart is the source of our spiritual faculties, such as discernment. And friends, we need discernment desperately bad. I put a screenshot in here, uh, a new 3D map that illuminates the little brain within the heart. And friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Go to thetorchreport.com, check out Torch Report 373, and you'll see this spiffy 3D map of the heart. It's illuminating the little brain within the heart. Now, discernment if you think about it, discernment requires the evaluation of one's thoughts and emotions, which, of course, are based on the information that's floating around in our brains, right? So we have thoughts, we have emotions are kind of floating around in, our, in the gray matter there. And discernment requires that we evaluate this. And this, this form of mental evaluation, if you will, discernment, is achieved through direct observation that can only be made via our inner awareness. It's the inner witness, our spiritual awareness. Anyone who spent any time in meditation or studied Eastern philosophies should be very familiar with the process of observing the mind. And it's a very, very empowering practice to, to begin to reflect and observe what's going on in our mind. In fact, friends, the you know becoming aware of our own thoughts 
elevating our own inner awareness, awakening and strengthening our spiritual awareness. This is the most powerful tool that we have in the ongoing battle for the hearts and minds of humanity. It is through this process that we tap into the deep wisdom, the drive and the determination that is so desperately needed to overcome the threat of global tyranny today. Thus, spiritual awareness is the solution to political chaos, as I've said many, many times. Now, I always try to state that as logically as possible. You know, spiritual awareness is the solution to political chaos. And a lot of people immediately jump to conclusions about that precisely because any discussion of humanity's innate spirituality is destined to conjure up different beliefs, conflicting beliefs oftentimes. Now, one need not be a religious zealot, nor do we need to be some woke woo-woo hippie in order to grasp the logic that's being presented here? You know, it, we have to observe our minds. That requires inner awareness. Similarly, friends, even an atheist or an agnostic individual should be able to see how human spirituality, which is very clearly and undeniably manifesting in the physical world, mind you, it's a, it's a part of reality. Spirituality is part of reality. And... I think that, you know, in the logical mind, anybody, whether they believe in God or not, you know, they have to be able to face or not face the fact, I guess, face the fact, but, but realize that this spirituality is intended to serve a very distinct purpose. And that distinct purpose, I believe, is keeping our brains in check. So the sound, don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy, right? We don't let the mind drive us crazy. Now, one could argue whether or not this is some sophisticated evolutionary advantage that's been gained through eons of natural human development or, you know, versus an incomprehensibly complex and exceedingly gracious gift that's been bestowed upon us by God. But that's not really the point. Let's not get lost in the weeds here. <laughs> now, the government is trying to control you. If you don't believe that, you're you're must missing something. <laughs> I believe that you understand that, friends. I, I believe that you are truly intelligent. I appreciate your intelligence, your intellectual honesty, and your willingness to hear me out on this. The government is trying to control you. They're trying to control you by controlling the information that you receive and the language that you use. Your brain, our brains as human beings, uses information and language to construct a worldview. And that worldview may or may not be accurate. Very important. We need to reconcile our own perspective and our perceptions to reality. And in order to assess the accuracy of our thoughts, that requires discernment, which requires an elevated degree of spiritual awareness. Now, here's why that matters. It turns out that the U.S. government has been building a new cognitive infrastructure for years, since 2018. Now, at the most basic level, this cognitive infrastructure is a framework for how they want everyone to see the world through an algorithmically driven combination of censorship and propaganda. The government is quite actively shaping public perception, nudging the masses toward accepting a totalitarian regime, an authoritarian control over our entire lives, i.e. the new world order. Friends, it is mind control on a massive, mind-boggling scale, and it's backed by science, mind you. 
The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, aka CISA, has laid out its strategic plan for 2023 to 2025. Ironic, I think, that it, 2023 to 2025 spans the upcoming election. But CISA's strategic plan specifically addresses the cognitive piece, their words, not mine, of America's critical infrastructure, specifically as it relates to safe and secure and resilient elections ahead of the uh, forthcoming presidential contest. In other words, friends, the agency's mission in plain English is to control the flow of information in order to control the public's perception and ultimately control the outcome of the election. What's important to realize here is that this cognitive piece is nothing less than mind control. If they're controlling and managing the cognitive piece, they're controlling and managing the public mindset, mind control. And unfortunately, this is being orchestrated, this effort, government effort to you know, induce mind control is being orchestrated by none other than CISA's director, Jen Easterly, who happened to be bumping elbows in Bilderberg recently, uh, as I reported in Torch Report 369, meeting the global elites, you know, pointing out this lady's over there and she's, you know, she's bumping elbows with the most powerful people in the entire world. And as a result, you know, she can come back here to the good old US of A and, you know, run this mind control program on the masses without them even knowing it. So let me ask you, how do you feel about having a bona fide member of the global cabal managing the cognitive infrastructure of Americans' beliefs? Do you think for a second that she aligns with the traditional values and constitutional principles that once made our country great? What do you think? I don't know, friends. I'll give you a clue. According to Director Jen Easterly, quote, cyber enabled threats and whatever's coming next are just symptoms. The underlying disease is an assault on trust in the digital age. Indeed, an assault on what's arguably our most critical asset, our cognitive infrastructure. Think of it, says Jen Easterly, think of it as the collective brains of the American polity, our collective consciousness, the fundamentals that we think and believe, the shared understandings of the world that drive our ability to make decisions, period, end quote. Ah, yes, I see. It's the collective brains and the collective consciousness and the shared understandings. That's what Americans need to make good decisions. You know, indeed, the very fundamentals of what we think and believe that drive our ability to make decisions for the greater good. Is this not a perfect example of the collective hive mind on full display? You see, friends, the collective to the collective no longer are facts, stubborn things. Instead, now facts are fluid. Facts can be fabricated and disseminated at will by a well-funded government agency that's being directed by the global collective. Okay, what could possibly go wrong? Zoiks! Easterly goes on to say, quote, the ability to shield America's cognitive infrastructure. Pause! Okay, the ability to censor information and keep people from thinking the wrong thing. That's the cognitive infrastructure, the ability to shield America's cognitive infrastructure from assault and protect the human operating system uh, has crumbled. 
America's adversaries have weaponized information or really disinformation to infect Americans' perceptions. Weaponized information is being used to infect Americans' perceptions of what's true and even of truth itself. What's more, their efforts have been deliberately embraced and amplified by politicians and media outlets right here at home. Period. End quote. Mic drop. Chew on that one, will ya? You know what, friends, can we extract from that telling statement? Three things. One, Weaponized information is being used to infect Americans' perceptions of what's true and then ultimately to transform even our understanding of the truth itself. Two, the second thing is that this weaponized information is being deliberately embraced and amplified by bad actors like politicians and media outlets right here at home. Now, the third thing to point out here is that America's cognitive infrastructure and our human operating system are under assault and need to be protected. And friends, the government is here to help. Thus, the collective brains of the American polity will now be regulated and managed by a shady federal agency under the direction of a progressive commie hack. <clears throat> I mean, uh, I mean, under the watchful eye of the collective cult. No, no, I mean, uh, I mean, under the studious supervision of the stalwart socialist Jen Easterly, who is a Bilderberg darling, the former managing director of Morgan Stanley, one of the biggest banks in the world, also former special assistant to Barack Hussein Obama, and former secure senior director for counterterrorism at the White House. Just the person that we want to do the job. Nothing to see here. Move along. Now, friends, I have talked a lot about memetics. I've talked about mental viruses and the collective cult, but it's always affirming to hear it coming from the horse's mouth, so to speak. These are not my words that we're reading here. I'm reading their words to you. And it is clear by reading their words that our very own government has become infected by this collective mental virus. And the underlying disease of distrust, that's there, you know, the underlying disease is the assault on trust, it's distrust, right? That distrust is running rampant through the ranks of government officials. Now, the government no longer trusts you. The government no longer trusts me, certainly. The government does not trust the public's ability to think for themselves, to vote for the right person, or to make decisions for the greater good. You see, to protect people from thinking wrong, from to, pre to protect people from voting wrong, to protect people from making the wrong decisions, the government is now using weaponized AI and algorithms to correct, I mean, infect the public's perception. Thus, friends, there's only one outstanding question in my mind. And the question is, how do you know? How do you know if your perception has been infected? And the answer to that question lies in discernment. And that's something we'll have to get into a little bit deeper here tomorrow, friends. The message of my heart for today is guard your heart. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app or the website. You go there, you click the heart and give me some love. It boosts me in the algorithms that are being used to keep me from getting out into the public sphere. Now, uh, you could consider joining the Patriot Club to support this publication, which is always an honor. So much gratitude in my heart. Uh, I hope all the Patriot Club members have got their signed copy of Hackable Animals. Friends, if you haven't got your signed copy of Hackable Animals, please shoot me an email. 
to Luke at thetorchreport.com. If you're in the Patriot Club, I want you to have a printed copy with a little love note in it from yours truly. Friends, that said, all things considered, the greatest honor is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, and we'll follow up on this tomorrow. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Uh,